With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police are asking for witnesses to come forward in connection with an altercation that involved multiple people at Seven Mile Public Beach early Sunday morning before 1.45 a.m. When police arrived on the scene, the people involved were gone. But later that morning, a man turned up at the Cayman Islands Hospital with lacerations and stab wounds that he'd received during the altercation. He has serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Police say they are aware of social media posts about the incident that identify a number of people who were present at the time. They are working to find them and are asking anyone who witnessed the incident to contact the Criminal Investigation Department at 949-4222. The Caymanons government issues a statement rejecting a headline in a local news outlet that alleged government raided the Environmental Protection Fund. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has the details. According to the government, the facts of the matter are that on October 31, 2023, the EPF had a balance of $51.3 million. Each year, the balance in the fund is enhanced by the receipt of 5 to $6 million from sources such as departure taxes paid with respect to cruise ship visitors and air travel departures. During the process to pass the 2024-2025 budget, Finance Committee, which consists of all 19 members of Parliament, agreed to the use of a maximum of $1.4 million from the fund in 2024 to continue the remediation of the Georgetown landfill to make it safer and less likely for waste to seep into the North Sound and the island's groundwater lens. Up to $10 million to purchase beach property and other lands for conservation, and approximately $6.5 million for each of 2024 and 2025 to cover the operational costs of the preeminent agency, the Department of Environment, that is charged with the responsibility of protecting and preserving the environment. The annual inflow to the fund of 5 to $6 million counteracts the annual $6.5 million stated. Hence the insistence by government there isn't any raid of the EPF. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solens. Premier and Education Minister the Honorable Julianne O'Connor Conley announces a $1,200 one-time grant for childcare through the Early Childhood Assistance Program. Recognizing the challenges families face in affording quality early childhood education, this grant is tangible commitment from our government to support those most in need and ensure equitable access to critical early learning opportunities. The grant is expected to help 120 vulnerable families cover the cost of tuition at registered early childhood centers. The funds will be dispersed this month. Any surplus can be used toward 2024 tuition fees. By assisting parents to clear any outstanding early childhood center balances or bill credit for next year, we also allow them to focus on providing a nurturing and supportive environment for their children, which is essential for optimal early childhood development. The Ministry of Education will disseminate information to parents and ECCE centers about the grant payment and procedures. Cayman Airways is looking to return to morning and afternoon flights to and from Miami, giving residents a day trip option for the destination. Back in 2022, when we made the decision to reduce the capacity onto one flight, it was based off of actual demand at the time. 
and it has worked well. The flights are producing a much better load factor, much better profitability for us as well. So that as we've moved forward and, and time has progressed, we've seen our loads continue to grow and demand continue to, to increase. Speaking in Finance Committee, Cayman Airways Chief Financial Officer Paul Tibbetts told MPs the national airline reintroduced a second flight on Sundays earlier this month. We are looking at an additional flight on Mondays as well. We will probably end up keeping the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays as a single flight uh, to Miami just based off of demand again. But we where we have growing demand and we're able to, we are getting back to those morning flights and evening flights on certain days where the demand is there. The additional airlift was discussed during the recent Finance Committee. New affordable homes are expected for the BRAC next year. They're desperately needed in the BRAC right now. MPs approved $500,000 annually in the upcoming two-year budget for the Sister Islands Affordable Housing Corporation. That's along with $75,000 for the housing program. The first number of $75,000 you've seen is for operational expenditure, so things such as paying for the audit, other miscellaneous operational expenditure items. We don't anticipate using up to $75,000, but as we relaunch the program, um, we've, we've included incidentals in there. This larger number of $500,000 is an equity injection in to the company to facilitate the construction of the homes. Fielding a question from Sister Island's MP of Moses Kirkconnell, District Administration Acting Chief Officer Wilbur Welcome, said the homes are going through the planning process now, and he is hoping requests for quotes and proposals for construction will be issued in early 2024. And can you confirm eight approvals through the planning department for the building of new homes? It should be nine, um, but I can reconfirm. We'd have nine parcels that we've allocated for um, new homes immediately. We're in the range of building eight or nine next year um, as a start. For the third time since 2019, Prospect Primary School is judged as a satisfactory school by the team at the Office of Education Standards. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. Prospect Primary School serves children between 4 and 11 years of age, and enrollment has increased since the previous inspection. Since 2021, there have been, quote, significant changes in leadership, including two principals and an acting serving over the time. The report says, quote, instability in the leadership of the school has had an impact on driving improvement. Most performance standards remain satisfactory except for links with the parents in the community, which has improved and are now judged good. According to the report, the use of technology had improved and there was a positive impact being seen in students' independent learning skills. The outdoor area for the early years program had improved and the computing room was used, quote, effectively to help prospect primary students learn. Student achievement remained satisfactory in English, math and science with some improvement in key stage two. Student behavior behavior for learning and their civic and environmental understanding remained good. Teaching, learning, and assessment remained satisfactory, although there were examples of good teaching, mostly observed in upper primary. The curriculum at Prospect Primary remained good, and health and safety arrangements were judged as good in the previous inspection, but were now judged satisfactory due to, quote, insufficient monitoring. Support and guidance remained satisfactory and was good for students with additional learning support needs. While parents felt positive about the support for their children, there was, quote, insufficient support for staff to manage the behaviors of a few students and lessons. Inspectors said systems for tracking students' progress were also underdeveloped. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find that full report online at oes.gov.ky. Each Christmas, the Church of God Holiness Red Bay took a trailer filled with carolers and musicians across Grand Cayman to spread joy. It's a trailer that's decorated with Christmas lights and Christmas ornaments. It is packed with every instrument that is needed and they go around from West Bay all the way down to East End, North Side area, singing Christmas carols and people would be on the trailer. It was big enough for that. People would be on the trailer 
and the streams of vehicle would follow the trail as they go around singing Christmas cars and stopping in various neighborhoods sharing their joy in the chair of Christmas. But Pastor Carlson Benjamin says the trailer is now too big for Cayman's roads. It just can't navigate all the roundabouts and has fallen into disrepair. So this year, you'll find it at the A.L. Thompson parking lot tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Red Bay Band, Red Bay Carlos will be doing their traditional singing and so on. Brother Elroy, he's the leader of that. He's the mastermind behind it, the trailer and the project. So he'll be doing his traditional songs that people always look forward to. Brother Elroy is Elroy Stewartson, and Pastor Benjamin says he is hard at work making sure everything is good to go for tomorrow night. While the concert admission is free, there will be an array of baked goods for sale to raise funds for a new Christmas trailer so they can keep the tradition alive. It, it brings a, a lot of joy to people to see something that has been happening for years, continue and their grandchildren get to see it, great-grandchildren get to see it. It's just a celebratory time where we bring back some good memories and get the community together, get people involved in celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And again, that concert is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the A.L. Thompson parking lot. Pastor Benjamin says a number of other churches in the community have come forward to participate and help raise funds for the cause. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.